0: participate engage speak out use your voice to be an effective advocate the Voices in Advocacy podcast examines the diverse landscape of advocacy exploring the ins and outs of building influence driving change and creating champion advocates it's now time for the Voices in Advocacy podcast with your host Roger Rickard Hello and welcome to the Voices in Advocacy podcast. I'm Roger Rickard and this is the podcast dedicated to the art of becoming a more influential advocate. And if you are already an advocate, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is for the people that work and engage in advocacy efforts for their organizations, be they associations, trade organizations, and nonprofit cause groups. If you are one of these people, then this Podcast is for you. And finally, if you're looking to assist an organization by becoming an advocate for them, then this podcast is for you. You see, my goal here is to help you by educating, engaging, and activating you to become a champion for the causes you care about with enthusiasm while providing you with powerful lifelong habits, enabling you to become a superior advocate. In today's episode, I will discuss how elections have consequences. But first, let's pay for this episode by introducing you to one of today's sponsors, Trekker Leather Company. Whether you're looking for leather journals, sketchbooks, or accessories, you will find high-quality, premium leather styled by artisan craftsmen. I love the look and feel of my leather journal and I know you will too. Go to trekkerleather.com. That is T-R-E-K-K-E-R leather.com. These handmade leather goods influenced by the ranchers of the American Southwest make great gifts which can be personalized and customized for anyone and any occasion. So after the podcast... Go to trekkerleather.com to get yours. Tell them Voices in Advocacy sent you. Now, let's get started. Let's get into what's on my mind these days in our feature segment. I wanted to share some thoughts from an article I wrote this week entitled, Elections Have Consequences. In 2009, President Obama stated the obvious. Elections have consequences. And the same could and should be said today. Elections do have consequences. Many that supported Obama then liked his comment then. Today, those same people are feeling the consequences of the past election. This election gives rise to two American movements, one being the Trump supporters who are mainly white workers that find discontentment in watching the loss of manufacturing jobs in the rural rust belt, the second primarily made of women, young people, and liberals who supported Bernie Sanders. These statements are generalities, but you get my point. Both movements have at least three items in common. The first, the belief that the usual politics of the past has failed them. Number two, neither movement was built on the backs of the political parties. And finally, number three, they believe America is going in the wrong direction. They just don't agree on the right direction. This is movement. But what kind of movement? a short-term burst of emotion, or the beginning of a political populist movement that engages the people of this country. Today, I find our highly charged discourse both very disturbing and yet also very inspiring. Disturbing because many people are saying that they thought the election results would be different and did not bother to participate, even at the most basic level, by simply casting their vote. They look around and want to blame the outcome on other factors. These people now have regrets for their lack of participation and are expressing their outrage. They have the right and the privilege under our Constitution to express their feelings and emotions and should do so freely. Inspiring because this election has ignited a spark that could erupt into a new fire of political citizen engagement that this country has not seen in many, many decades. Millions marched from cities large and small, from coast to coast to border to border, and add voice to their discontent. The question is, what happens next? Can the energy of this march be harnessed into a political movement? Is this election the catalyst that citizens need to end their complacent inaction of the past? I believe in citizen engagement. I not only believe you have this right and privilege, but you also have the obligation. If you feel disenfranchised, get educated on the process of political influence. If you feel you don't have a say, learn how to use your effective voice and speak out. If you want to affect change, get engaged. If you want new political results, Get active. Margaret Mead, an American cultural anthropologist is quoted as saying, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. If you are in an advocacy group, trade organization, or nonprofit, you have an excellent opportunity to engage your stakeholders members and supporters in this political climate, by providing advocacy education. Not just education on current issues, but more importantly on how to be an effective advocate. Studies have shown that people don't participate in advocacy actions because they're unsure how to create the influence desired to be successful. Quote, Politics ought to be the part-time profession of every citizen who would protect the rights and privileges of free people," end quote. That comes from Dwight David Eisenhower. Democracy is not easy. It needs you, the citizen. Citizenship requires commitment. Commitment can lead to change. We desire change while requiring stability. This is not an easy thing to do, change is hard but there are is a great opportunity out there for the taking it is time to reengage, regroup and prioritize your agenda you the citizen is still and always will be the most important expert in this process let me know if i can assist you in educating your stakeholders on how to be an effective advocate for the issues and causes you care about. And now it's time for the Voices in Advocacy Tip of the Week. Today's tip is stay informed. You know, when you have a passion for something, you are driven to search out more information and opinions on the topic. If you love football like I do, you probably keep track of the NFL and AFL team standings and consider Super Bowl Sunday a national holiday. If you have a child, partner, or parent with special needs, you are likely to be fully informed on that particular ailment, disability, or disease and may even contribute money to further advance its research development or awareness. Or if you work in an industry that is being hit hard by economic downturn or is under scrutiny by government regulatory commissions, it is very likely that you are watching for political action or changes concerning your industry. You may even have the desire or need to help in some capacity. Influence change. Be informed of the issues concerning you and your business. While the media supplies a 24-7 opportunity to hear the latest breaking news on issues, be sure to check websites of organizations that produce studies on these issues to supplement the information that you receive from the media. Use the web for more in-depth research or to discover new sources for your subject. Read newspapers and magazines, join social media groups, and find blogs and podcasts that help you stay abreast of issues concerning you, your family, and your business. Here's a simple list of ways to read, listen, or watch to keep you in the know. First, to monitor federal legislation, it's easy if you go to www.congress.com gov. That's congress.gov. You can type in keywords, subject, you can type in your elected official, you can type in a specific bill number like S112 or HR1420, any of those, and you can start to search for what's going on, where it is, and what action will be taken next, and when should that action take place. Read daily newspapers, both local and national. I happen to take the opportunity to read three newspapers a day. My local paper, USA Today, and the Wall Street Journal. And oftentimes I get three different slants or takes on the news in front of us. It helps me to develop a more diverse look at a particular issue. Read magazines that cover more in depth the issues that interest you. Be aware of and take into account that publication's ideological pitch. Read opposing viewpoints to help create balance or to reaffirm your current position. Research websites of organizations that produce studies on those issues of importance to you to supplement the information that you receive from the media. Use the web for more in-depth search or news, news sources for your subject. Find experts on your topic and follow them. Follow them on Twitter, LinkedIn, or Facebook, or sign up for their blog, podcasts, or newsletters. Check to see if that expert is going to be speaking at a future conference you might be attending or presenting in or near your area. There's all the buzz about monitoring social media sites like Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. Yes, do that, but take all those with a grain of salt of where the potential source is. And is that source legitimate uh, that you're receiving? Go to YouTube and search for video clips on the subject that you're interested in. Watch television. Not just the major networks, but public television. Listen to national public radio or any other radio talk shows that may be of interest that are discussing things that matter to you. The more you learn, the more you will be informed on your topic. The better you will be at formulating your own opinion. Being informed enables you to effectively speak on behalf of your issue. Stating your position is the final point of this section. Someone said, The more I know, the less I understand. It's an anomaly, but ironically holds true. The more you know about your issue, the more complex it may become. But you'll be able to talk about it, won't you? To learn more Visit voicesandadvocacy.com and go to the free resources tab for more helpful tips. And now, a word about another fabulous sponsor of this podcast Rocket SEO. They provide marketing solutions for any firm looking to dominate their industry on the web, specializing in local business marketing, e-commerce, videography, photography, and podcasting. If you want your online marketing to soar, contact RocketSEO.com. Rocket. It's spelled R-O-K-I-T. So go to RocketSEO.com. Just a couple of quick announcements here at the end of this episode. The first is that if you're interested in being a guest on my show, please go to RogerRickard.com and click on Contact Us to let us know your interest and why we should have you on the show. I would love to have you contribute your thoughts because I am sure you are wiser than I am. In upcoming episodes, you'll be treated to great interviews from people that know advocacy leaders from the world of politics, associations, nonprofits, and actively engaged advocates. I am sure you will enjoy these interviews. My next podcast is already available. Go to iTunes and search Voices in Advocacy Podcast or go to voicesinadvocacy.podbean.com. We at Voices in Advocacy Work with organizations that want to ensure that their advocates are educated, engaged, and actively supporting your cause. If you have a question or two that you would like me to address here on the podcast, then send me an email directly to roger at voicesinadvocacy.com. Also, I would be extremely grateful if you'd rate my podcast in iTunes, particularly if you liked it. That helps tremendously with keeping my podcast visible so that people who have never heard of it can discover it. Just head over to iTunes to subscribe today. Also, if you'd like to comment on this episode, please go to voicesandadvocacy.podbean.com and click on episode two and scroll to the bottom of show notes where you can leave a comment or a question. Well, that's it for this episode of Voices in Advocacy. Until the next time, remember, you have the power to change lives as an advocate, so go out and make it a better world. Time, remember, you have the power to change lives as an advocate, so go out and make it a better world. Till the next time, folks, take care. We hope you enjoyed today's Voices in Advocacy podcast and look forward to you guys joining us again next week. To learn more about us, go to VoicesinAdvocacy.com.